Hi, welcome to Astrobabble. I'm Donna from Donna B Astrology. And I'm Linda from Scullywag Astrology. We're doing a special episode today on the Venus retrograde and the pattern that it will have. Yeah, this is a general Venus retrograde because, you know, they all apply all the time, but we do have one coming up. Venus will be retrograde from the 22nd of July to the 3rd of September, 2023. And uh, there will be a shadow period, though, which is from the 19th of June to the 7th of October. Very nice. Very interesting to watch. Mm, mm, it will be. So wherever Leo is in your chart, your natal chart, you may experience that you're undergoing, you're reevaluating uh, things to do with your values, affections, art, beauty, all those types of things, because retrograde periods ask us to reassess these things. Yeah. And Venus is associated with art, beauty, relationships, harmony, and, and our values. And yeah, when a planet is um, retrograde, it's not literally going backwards. It just looks that way from our perspective on Earth. Venus and Mercury, they're both inside the orbit between us and the sun. So they have a superior and an inferior conjunction. The superior is when it is going direct. And the inferior is when it's retrograde. We got a little diagram here, actually. So the superior conjunction is when the sun is with Venus. Venus comes up and overtakes the sun. Then when it comes round, it gets as far east of the sun that it can. That's when it gets to be visible. But this purple section, when it gets to a certain amount of time, it's also retrograde. And the sun finally catches up to it because it's slowed down enough for the sun to catch up. The sun moves forward. Venus will eventually station direct and slowly start catching up. And about a week before it gets to its western elongation, as far west of the sun as it gets, it will um, be visible again. Once it gets past a certain point, it won't be. And eventually... Venus will get faster and faster until it catches up with the sun. And we have an example here of a chart. So, for example, around about July last year, Venus was behind the sun in Gemini. The sun was in Cancer. And Venus is moving at 1 degree 12 minutes at that time, whereas the sun is only moving at 57 minutes at the time. So Venus catches up to the sun eventually. They have their superior conjunction, which is when they come together, when Venus is direct at 29 degrees. Actually, I think I remember that, the Venus Kazemi. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I, remember <laughs> I, woke, up, I woke up the next day and I was just like, damn, I feel good. And then it will keep going and it will overtake the sun. And this will go on for a number of months until it stations, which will be on the 22nd of July. She almost gets out of Leo, but she doesn't quite make it out of Leo. She stays in Leo during this entire retrograde process. And in the meantime... The sun is catching up to it. 
and Venus is also moving towards the sun. Looks like it moves backwards, but it really doesn't. Yeah. And we're going to have, when will it be? It looks like around about the 13th of August, we'll have the inferior conjunction when the sun catches up to Venus and they're conjunct. And then the sun is going to keep going forward. Venus is going to keep going backwards until it stations direct. And then we start the whole cycle again because Venus will start to slowly get faster. At this time, she's only traveling at 64% of her uh, usual speed, but she will eventually get faster and faster until she comes up and overtakes the sun. So about once every 18 months, we have a retrograde. It's very pretty. She she does that that pattern that that she'll she'll repeat. And as she repeats that, you know, back and forth thing, it, it, it creates a wonderful pattern. Yeah, this is a diagram of the pattern there because there's five points. Venus retrogrades about once every 18 months. And in an eight-year cycle, she will retrograde five times, which are these five points. Yeah, it's really pretty. But what it does mean is that every eight years, we have a retrograde very close to where it was eight years ago. It'll be two or three degrees off. So for this one, we have, uh, we're having a Venus retrograde in 2023, July to September 2023. But this kind of may sink to what was happening in um, 2015. I suspect it's more impactful for people who had uh, natal planets in um, those degrees that um, Venus will be retrograding over. So, oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> I was just thinking. So it does. And it, yeah, and it's not really bad. I, I, I myself, on and through my life, I have Mars like at 15 degrees of Leo. So there's my my spark and drive. And uh, my daughter got married during our Venus retrograde. I delivered, I think I delivered her during a Venus retrograde. Um, yeah. They're not, they're not, they're not detrimental, but they do are, they are impactful. Um, I think my husband and I were both born under the same star point. Mm -hmm. um, the Bidens were uh, under the same star point as well. And um, Demi Moore and uh, Bruce Willis also are the same star, star point. So, so it's, it's where those things match up um, and they can be even eight years apart but they're still kind of connected. They have that they have that connection because it's almost the same energy because it's the same star point. It's the same, you know, area of the the sky. It's it's like right in that one point. And when you say star point, you're talking about like there's five um retrograde stations around about the time that you're born sort of thing. Right. And is the star point the one that's just prior to your birth? Well, I guess. Yeah. I believe so. I need to look into that a lot further. I know I went down and wrote them, but uh, yeah, I need to look into that a little bit further. Oh, 
what I thought was really interesting too, yours was all about home and family. And I know that you have Leo in the fourth house. So that makes sense. If you go back into, you know, your life and you are, um, you know, and you subtract like eight years from, from now and you can kind of, you know, figure out how Venus impacts your life during a retrograde. So it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It can be. I suspect it's more impactful if you do have planets in uh, that area. Like I have nothing in Leo. So maybe a midpoint or two, but, um, or a lot, but anyway, but I don't have any natal planets in Leo. So. Mm. So not as impactful if you don't have planets. Mm, maybe. I mean, I know that um, a lot of people like look at the three prior to your birth and the two after your birth and, you know, I've looked at it very, very briefly and nothing kind of stood out. Plus, I kind of figure that because it only retrogrades every 18 months that, you know, it must be something that's kind of shared with, you know, everybody born around about the same time you were, you know, like within a 12-month period, you know, like maybe the whole class that you went to school with may have been experienced. But me and Donna were talking about this I mean, I know when I was younger, you know, there was a whole rash of weddings at a certain age. And, you know, it's not unusual to get a whole heap of divorces and that around about the same time too, or separations. So, hmm, interesting. You know, like you have Leo in the fourth, so it's home, family, uh, heritage. Uh, what else? real estate matters whereas mine's in the eighth which is death and mortality and shared finances and resources and all that sort of thing we're interesting if you can go back into your own life and 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 count back like you know what was happening during you yeah. know the venus retrogrades and yeah venus retrogrades for about 40 days yeah so that's interesting is she an evening star and then she okay so when we we go out in the evening and right before the sun sets that's when we see her and then she'll go underneath the 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 earth uh during that retrograde period and then when she when it comes out she'll be a morning star well Do I have that right? this is the chart for now like uh the 14th of june and she is an evening star in this one because if we, it's dawn here at the first house cusp, this is like midday here at the 10th, this is dusk at the 7th, and down here at the 4th, we're looking at, say, midnight. So this is the sun here just after midday, and it goes through, and as the sun sets, so it's all dark, Venus is visible. So before the retrograde venus is an evening star and she'll be up there for a couple of hours before she also goes under the earth and the sun rises before her so we don't see her as a morning star at this time she's you know by the time she gets up to the ascendant the sun is it's too late outside yeah <laughs> but they'll have their conjunction when she's retrograde and the sun will move ahead of her 
and then she'll go direct again. But if we move this, you can see that after she's direct and gets far enough away from the sun, she sets before the sun. So it's still bright out when she sets. But what will happen is she will rise before the sun. So after the retrograde phase, here she is on the ascendant, just about to rise. The sun is still underground or below Earth. It's still dark and Venus is visible. Below the horizon. Venus will be a morning star at this time. And it's the same with uh, Mercury. Depending where they are in their cycles with the sun, they're either a morning star or an evening star. So prior to the retrograde, it is an evening star. After the retrograde, it's a morning star. I always think it's really interesting too, and I don't know, and I'm not a biblical scholar or anything, but the 40 days that she's retrograde, I always think of, you know, the story of Lent and that and Jesus in the desert for 40 days. So, hmm. 40 days is prominent. Didn't it rain for 40 days and 40 nights? I mean, it... yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that um, the Jewish uh, people were roaming the desert for 40 days. I think 40 years. <laughs> so it's 40. But, you know, um, people think of Venus, you know, the planet of love. It's quite interesting because it is our values as well. Because, you know, it's we're making judgments. You know, I like this. I don't like that you know what's important what's worth fighting for because venus can be a warrior as well yes she is a warrior in the morning and the opposite of that at night <laughs> i love her she's a lover at night and a warrior in the morning so she's a warrior after the retrograde phase traditionally not a good time to start a new relationship simply because everybody's reevaluating things like affections there's always going to be exceptions too, you know, but generally speaking, if you meet somebody and it's going through the Venus retrograde, this isn't an established relationship. This is a new relationship. You know, everybody's going through reevaluating what it means to love and show affection and do relationships in a certain way, whether that's the right way. You know, maybe you've always been more tactile and sensual and now you kind of maybe think that maybe you need to be a little bit more, think with your head instead of your heart or not be so into the physical, sensual side. Maybe you need to be also thinking with um, the head as well as the heart or, you know, looking at inner beauty as opposed to just outer superficial beauty. So everybody's kind of dealing with those issues. So what you found attractive first off may not be as attractive afterwards. Yeah, I think everybody will be reevaluating no matter where Leo is in your chart. Mm. So, you know, you'll be, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, do a new hairstyle if, if, if Leo is your first house, um, you know, you'll be reevaluating your finances. If Leo is in your second house, you'll be. It, you're, you're just going to go through all of the houses and reevaluate whatever Venus, how Venus shows up in that house for you. So by going back into, you, you, you know, your history, you can, you can tell 
where that Venus, how it, how it plays out when it hits in that house. Cause you know, like I have planets in Leo and Linda doesn't. So it's going to, it's going to be more impactful for me than it is going to be for Linda. So mm -hmm. that's what you're looking for when you look at your chart. And if you need help looking at your chart, contact either Linda or I, and we can help you get your chart um, so that you can find out where your Leo is and what planets are there and that type of thing. Yeah. And I mean, like in my eighth house, it's more likely to probably affect uh, how I go about sharing resources, finances with a partner or with others. And yeah, that's something that's definitely uh, coming up for me. And, you know, in the past, there was a separation from my ex-husband and, you know, sorting out joint finances and stuff like that. Like the fifth house, you're reevaluating relationships with your with your kids if you have them, or reevaluating um, how you want to share your art or your hobbies or that kind of thing. You, you know, the sixth house will be reevaluating how does Leo, how does Venus show up in the sixth house? The, the would show up, you know, you know how do I how do I give service to others? Mm -hmm. um, the seventh house is obviously the house of the other. Um, the eighth house would be, yeah, like you were heard, were saying that, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you share, you know, your resources with, you know, other people, because that's mm -hmm. the house of the other, um, no, it's that it's the, it's the finances of the house of the other, you know, then the ninth house is how do I want to learn the, the 10th house is what do I want to do? You know, am I shining? Do I want to do what I, what I want to do in the 10th house? You know, is it, is this, is, is this career, the thing, the career that I want to have, are those the hopes and dreams that I want to have? Do I need to, um, you know, go into rehab for my, my bad habits or, you know, that type of thing. So you're reevaluating all of those issues, no matter where, um, are depending on where Leo is in your chart. Is yeah, in this case, yeah, we're trying to get across. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it won't always retrograde Leo. Wherever Venus happens to be retrograding, the topics and um, people associated with those houses will be probably concerned with what you're reevaluating. Most of the time when Venus is retrograding, she will she will retrograde through two houses. This is one time, and I don't know, because Mars did the same thing. It retrograded in the same house, but but Venus is also going to retrograde in only the same one house. She's not going to be straddling, you know, two house themes. So it's all going to be concentrated on this one area. Yeah, probably eight years' time it will also be all in... Um... Uh, Leo as well I looked back at the dates and I don't have the exact dates and the exact degrees but I know that in 2015 it started it retrograded it stationed retrograded about it was either zero or one degree of Virgo and retrograded back into um, Leo whereas this one it starts at I think about 28 degrees of Leo and retrogrades because it only moves about 15 to 18 degrees during its retrograde phase. And it moves every eight years, it moves about two degrees. It's just really interesting. I was just thinking um, Venus has that retrograde, well, it, it comes back to a similar point every eight years. We talk about things like the seven-year itch, which you could probably bring up like, Astrology is all about cycles. We have our um, 
solar eclipses, which come around every 18 years. They're moving about 10 degrees every time, but they're coming back to a similar part of your chart, and there can be themes related to that. Uranus is in a sign for about eight years. Uh, Saturn has its square every seven years. You know, just when it comes to relationships, we talk about things like the seven-year itch. You know, like there's kind of a problem with that seven years and then, you know, maybe the following year you make or break it maybe, you know, but that kind of fits in with the Saturn square, the Uranus changing and I believe that Venus and Mars also have some sort of cycle where they sink in every so often. And I'm not sure exactly when that is. But yeah, it's just quite fascinating keeping track of all the cycles. It is. It is. And it's and you think that, oh well, you know, these cycles, these big, huge, large planets can only aspect, you know, maybe every 10 years. But no, literally they can, you know, they're hopping. They're they're aspecting and changing and then aspecting, you know, from, you know, just a few degrees over and they're, they're already aspecting other signs and creating uh, life cycles that, you know, everybody goes through. And it's, it's, it's fascinating on, on how quickly things can change. Well, shall we run through what this 2023 Venus retrograde will mean for the different ascendant signs? I think that would be good. So depending on where Leo is in your natal chart will determine the topics and people that uh, you may be reevaluating when it comes to Venusian topics. So things like values, affections, uh, beauty and art. So if you are a Leo ascendant, this is happening in your first house. So the first house is all about you, your appearance and how others view you. So you may be literally wanting to change up your look a bit. You know, maybe you've always kind of dressed a certain way, maybe rather conservatively, and maybe you're thinking, well, you know, I'm sick of this. You know, maybe you want to change that up a bit. Maybe you want a different hairstyle, a new wardrobe. Uh, doesn't mean that you'll necessarily keep it afterwards, but there's that opening up and reevaluating how you present yourself to the world, how you dawn on others, how other people see you. And that may not be on such a superficial level, but quite possibly because this is about our appearance and that sort of thing. But if people have always viewed you as frivolous or this or that or too serious, maybe you're wanting to change that up too. For whatever reason, you want to change how others see you. This is also the house of our health and vitality. So those are also issues that may be undergoing introspection at this time. And so if you're a Cancer ascendant, this Venus retrograde will be happening in your second house. And you would be re-evaluating how you spend your money, what you what you value, because the second house is also the things that you value. Um, it could be... You know, even if you had a, a a beautiful, you know, art piece in your house, if it needs to be uh, redone, reframed, retouched, um, this would be how you would. This would be the house that you would do it in. This is the money house. This so this is be where where do you want to reevaluate how you spend your money? Where are your passions to spend the money on? Because 
you know, you go to war for your for your passions and you also spend your money on your passions. So this is where you'll be reevaluating them. I just thought of what I was trying to think of before. Uh, my daughter, she finally got a, a tattoo a few years ago. And during a Venus retrograde, the last one, she actually had some touch-ups done on the uh, actual tattoo. <laughs> Which Wow, that, that's very descriptive. Mm, mm. And if you are a Gemini ascendant, this Venus retrograde will be happening in your third house. This is to do with siblings, cousins, neighbours, your local neighbourhood. It's things that are close to you, familiar. So this could be just you looking around your local neighbourhood and thinking, oh, I don't really like this or do I like this? Or, you know, it could be opening up to being more sociable with neighbours or with siblings you know, you may be reevaluating your relationships with those people or close cousins, aunts, uncles, siblings. This is also communication. So if you've always been a little bit gruff, maybe you're looking to be a little bit sweeter. If you've always been, you know, sweet as pie, maybe you want to be taken a little bit more seriously or change how you go about communicating with others. Oh, cool. And if you are a Taurus rising, this is going to be happening in your fourth house. And this could be, um, this is going to show up reevaluating, not reevaluating your lineage because you're kind of <laughs> stuck with that. Um, but it might change up and you might be redoing things that would change your, your fourth house, which is, it's, it's, it's lineage. It's your home. You could do a beautifying project. Things that would alter the the sense of of that house which is your home it could be your parents home real estate it has to do with what you consider your home so i like i had a baby during a venus retrograde in my fourth house so mm -hmm. it, it, it did change my home and it not that everybody's going to have a baby but i'm just saying if it happens <laughs> in your chart and it is the time because I had a baby, I got married or my daughter got married. Things changed in my house in a certain direction. Not everybody's going to have a baby. Not everybody's going to buy a house. But how it has been showing up in your life will um, determine how it could possibly show up in the future. And if Aries is your rising sign, Venus is going to retrograde in your fifth house. Um Children, additional children might might come into the picture, yeah. but it'll be reevaluating um, maybe what you do with your children, how you do with how do you deal with your children. It might be, you know, I'm going to start reading to my children, you know, every night. I it might be, um, it could be a hobby that you're reevaluating, but it is a reevaluating um, event. So where this is, will it'll it'll be reevaluating either your children, how you do art because the fifth house is, is your creative house and, and as well associated with art and Venus is associated with art as well. So you would be reevaluating things like that. Yeah. And I mean, you might be reevaluating whether you want more children, you know, maybe you decided that, no, you're not going to have any more children. And maybe during this period, you're kind of like, oh, well, maybe a new one would be nice or vice versa. And, and this is also the house of fun. This is romance. This is socializing. Yeah, what you do for fun might undergo some evaluation. You might be like, yeah, I'm over that. Yeah. 
And then that doesn't need to mean either that it's a, a long-term change. It might be just during this period, this 40-day period. And, you know, if we extend to allow for the shadow period, we've got another month either side. You know, so from the 19th of June to the 7th of October in this specific retrograde coming up in 2023, you might just, you know, go different with socializing okay if pisces is your rising sign this is going to be happening in your sixth house this is the sixth house of you know as we said before it's the house of service so you might be reevaluating how you serve other people it could also be you know if you are a pisces rising and this is happening in your sixth house this is also the house of illness so you know be careful if you have any if you have any health issues get them checked out yeah you know it's 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 a good time to you know this could be some time where you need to reevaluate exactly what's going to go on with whatever kind of issue you might medical issue you might be facing cuz venus does carry she rules uh kidneys uh sugar you know, that type of thing. So that's a beauty, but yeah, in medical, she will, she, she runs that. So what about- keep an eye on your health. And if you have anything that might be going on, um, get it, 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 it'll, it'll pay to get it checked out. So things like high blood sugar and diabetes, and that would kind of fall under this as well. Yeah. Interesting. Cause I was thinking, you know, Venus in the, the six, you know, that sweet tooth kind of coming back to extract something from you and if aquarius is your rising this is the house of the other and um venus will be retrograding in the house of the other you will you very well might be evaluating um your significant other this would be a good time to reevaluate. do i want to stick with this hairdresser mm -hmm. um any 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 relationships that you have with the one-on-one -on -one person you'll be reevaluating these relationships during this time especially with um with venus going retrograde yeah this is the time to, for reevaluating. not that you're gonna um you know fire them as your doctor hairdresser or a lawyer but this would be the time that you're reevaluating those one-on-one -on -one relationships. Your business partner, good time to reevaluate it. It's 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 all about that reevaluating. Yeah, relationships. You know, Venus is in charge of relationships, and and they so they definitely reevaluating you. <laughs> they very well. I'm yeah, because it's it's not just one. It's 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 everybody. This is going to be happening in every mm. in everybody's charts. Nobody is escaping this Venus retrograde. Yeah. And uh, sometimes very, very close friends fall under this one-on-one -on -one seventh house. You know, friends are 11th house matter, generally speaking. But, you know, the really, really close ride or die friends are probably more seventh house. And if Capricorn is your rising, this Venus will be retrograding through your eighth house. This is the eighth house of other people's money. This is the... This you'll so you'll be reevaluating. This is a good time to reevaluate your wills, making sure you have all your 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 paperwork in order for um you know those other things like um wills, uh trusts and um other people's money. You wanna you wanna make sure that this is a good time to reevaluate and make sure that what you want to happen with your stuff when you pass is is gonna go on the way you want it. So um 
that's where this house is going to this that's where this will all play into is the eighth house mm. this is, a good time to reevaluate all that stuff mm. this is also debts loans taxation so those are issues that could come under a review as well uh but also shared finances you know we speak about other people's money but it's shared finances as well uh, whether that's a business partner, a romantic partner, or anybody that you're kind of sharing finances with for whatever reason. So, yeah. Right. You might want to remortgage your house, which would have a lot to do with the fourth house, but it also has to do with the eighth house as well. When you're, mm -hmm. when you're, re, when you're refinancing or re, readjusting anything monetarily, it's, that's where this house, the eighth house is going to show up in your chart. And if you're a Sagittarius, this is going to show up in the ninth house. And the ninth house would be if you have just gotten done with college and you're like, huh, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. I want to be a lawyer. This would be this would be shown under this transit because this transit is higher education, although it does have a lot to do with 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 legal the legal house as well, but maybe not a doctor, maybe you want to be a painter. Um that's where this house is. You're reevaluating your uh, your your education, your higher education. So if you are going to adjust your if you're going to adjust your major, this you, this this you can blame this. If this is this is what this is what's causing this, this to happen. But we all have free choice, so we do have we do have our choices. But it is time to reevaluate. It's also reevaluating maybe if you want to or we're thinking about whether you should sue on a particular. Uh, reason that's where this would be you would go through all the legal um you know going back and forth in your mind should i should i sue or should i not you know that's that's where that's also something that's also where this house will fall under um there was one other thing i couldn't i was trying to think about um so we have the education of travel if you wanted to travel and you were like you know, I wanted to go to Spain, but now I want to go to Ireland. That's where that's where you might find where this uh, transit is coming from. Yeah, and this is um, beliefs and religions and other cultures as well. So your uh, experience or values relating to spiritualism, religion other beliefs and even esoteric subjects like tarot astrology that sort of thing they may be undergoing some sort of um review or analysis and if you are a scorpio rising this venus retrograde period is going to happen in your 10th house and the 10th house is the house of uh, predominantly it's the the house of your career it could also be the house that you're known for so what you are known for might be getting an adjustment or your career your your job might be getting a you know do i really want to be uh you know do i really want to fix shoes for the rest of my life or do i want to be a fireman you know whatever it, it's, it's it's those kinds of things so you would be adjusting like how you how you work your career or also what you're known for this is um yeah honors and rewards so maybe what you consider um adequate recognition may change in some way financial recognition is that you know is a well-paying job still satisfying you or do you need something that gives you something more as in you know you feel more inspired or 
you know, satisfied, you know, in a lower paying job, perhaps that um, brings you some other benefit in some way. And this is also the house of authority. So this could be, you know, the boss. Maybe you kind of always thought they were a bit eh, and now they're kind of, well, they're not so bad and all vice versa. You know, maybe you've always gotten along well with um, superiors and now it might be a little bit of a challenging time. Absolutely. And then if Libra is your rising sign, this Venus retrograde is going to happen in your 11th house. The 11th house is your hopes and dreams. It's also the people that communicate or that support you. It's the house of um, of, of friends and associations and groups that you, you deal with. And you might be deciding this is not the group I want to be with anymore. Or this could be... Um, or I want to change the group in some way. It, it, it doesn't have to be an ending. It, it can just be a change. But mm -hmm. you're reevaluating what you want to do with your, even your hopes and dreams. You might be going, you know, I want to, you know, someday, uh, you know, own a, a surfing, you know, a surfboard store. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, I kind of don't want to do that anymore. I kind of want to be a writer and, and, you know, still on the beach and, you know, but, but just reevaluating and, and it could lead to changes, but it may not. So these, these retrogrades are just reevaluating. They don't mean change. They just mean you're reevaluating. Is this where I want to be? Hmm. Or is this where I want to do? Or is this what I want to look like? Or is this what I, I want to be? You know, just that that type of reevaluation. It's it's not necessarily a change. It's just a opportunity to rethink: Is this where I want uh, to be at in this theme of my life? Mm. Yeah, because that eleventh house is rising to the tenth, so. This is what helps support us to get up to that tent. So this can include mentors in that as well. So, you know, maybe there's a mentor that comes back into your life or, you know, there's a change in how you see that mentor or vice versa. Perhaps there's some sort of reevaluation or going back over all ground regarding these matters. And if Virgo is your rising sign or ascendant, this is going to be happening uh, the Venus retrograde is going to be happening in your 12th house. And the 12th house is the house that we go to exile in. It's the house where, you know, do I really want to be in this rehab, you know, for the next six months or, you know, can I do things to get out earlier, you know, a month earlier? Um, it's, it's also prisons as well. So <laughs> this would be time to reevaluate. Do I want to be or follow this path. Like if you are on a path of, of robbing banks, you know, it'd be a good time to reevaluate that and decide whether that's going to be to your best interest or not. Hopefully not. Um, so <laughs> I'm just saying let's have no crime, you know, everybody love each other, but, um, that's not the perfect world that I'm in. Um, but this is, you know, it, it's it's the places that you go to exile, you know, do I want or do I want to be a writer and, you know, be stuck in the woods all by myself and, you know, not be around other people. This is this is that reevaluation time where you are reevaluating those places that you are you have gone off into seclusion to or I want to go into seclusion. Like, should I be a um 
a priest and go off to the minister, you know, the a ministry. So, you know, this would give you a time. This is the chance to to reevaluate those decisions. Yeah, and I mean, this is addictions and self undoing. So, uh, self defeating habits, addictions, um, escapism, all those things. You know, you may be thinking, well. What am I doing? I know I've done this in the past. It's kind of like, what am I doing spending all this time doing that? I think I was playing Facebook games at the time. It's like, I spend a lot of time doing this. I should be doing something productive. <laughs> yes. So yeah, you don't have to be put away for it for it, but but this is the self-undoing, as Linda was saying. And so if you like to say, you know what, I'm drinking too much, I need to stop. Or mm -hmm. or you know, I, I I gamble too much, I need to stop. These are these are the things that these are the decisions that you can make. And, and this would be the time that would give you the the reflection to do that. I like that we all have a chance to to reevaluate the things that we find Venusian, like the beauty and socialization and and all that it gives us a chance to is this the group that i really want to be in i i've got saturn in my 11th house right now so <laughs> <laughs> oh my that sentence in my third <laughs> so, but yeah you you want to you want to um you know it, it 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 it's necessary to 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 continue moving forward in your life path if you you know to be able to have all these um opportunities mm. to revisit okay. and that's what venus is doing hmm. yeah i was trying to think what's in my 11th because i'm thinking about some other groups too and it's kind of like i'm not a group person suddenly all these groups popped up and it's just oh i like this but yeah so you know even though you might think that's not me and i'll never do that you know never say never you know sometimes everything kind of comes together in a certain way and you find yourself on a path that you didn't necessarily expect but all the retrograde uh periods of times of we're going back over where the um planet has just recently been and you know it's kind of like okay well let's retrace our steps look at what's happening how is this working for us and uh yeah oh yeah i was thinking for the 12th house too which would have been for our virgos was it was it the Virgo ascendants that had 12th house? I don't know. It was just off the screen about two no, seconds it was, ago. <laughs> it was the Virgos. It was the Virgos. Um, yeah. So for the Virgos, another thing, because it's a secret and hidden house and because we're talking about Venus, you know, if there's been secret or hidden kind of relationships, and that doesn't necessarily mean an affair. It could even be just like, you know, it's been a very private kind of like, this is just between us. You know, maybe you know you've had enough at that stage and you're like yeah let's let's bring it out into the world you know so hmm. Hmm. yeah however that changes yeah hmm. so this is from the 22nd of july to the 3rd of september is when the retrograde phase will actually be but it does uh extend we got the retrograde shadow period so that starts when it first crosses the degree that it's going to retrograde back to and it doesn't finish until it catches up to where it was when it first started retrograding so that extends it from the 19th of june to the 7th of october so those are the periods where you might find yourself evaluating or re-evaluating uh, issues to do with venus so 
love, affection, relationships, harmony, balance, art, music, beauty, all sorts of things. Very nice. Good to know. Mm. I hope you find that helpful. And um, if you find that you're listening to this and it's like, oh, yeah, that's working, we'd love to hear about it. So feel free to leave a comment. Sounds very good. I, I'm, we, we're, we're, we would love to hear how Venus is, is the retrograde is working with you. So feel free to comment. And if you think, you know, if you have an idea how it will, how it might um, manifest in your life, if you know, let us know. Yeah. And, you know, particularly if that's going for a haircut before, before the 19th. <laughs> if it was happening eight years ago, previous to, you know, if you can link that in, that's probably, you're probably on the right track, you know. And, and it's nice. probably not always things that are just like sprung on you all of a sudden. This might have been building up for a while. So, hmm. anyway. Where can people find you, Donna, and what services do you offer? You can get a hold of me at uh, donnabastrology.com. I have my contact information there. Feel free to um, email me or DM me if you um, are on Facebook. I, I, I am on there as well. Um, and I do natal readings and uh, your head readings, electional horary, and I also work with crystal healing. So uh, check out my website to see and get more information on that. Linda, what are you doing and, and how can people get a hold of you? I'm at Scullywag Astrology. That's astrology.scullywag.com. I offer natal readings, uh, relationship readings, and uh, year ahead readings. So, yeah. So thank you for listening and um, we hope Venus retrograde is really, really nice to you. It should be. Ciao. Nice planet. Bye.